0: Welcome to the Take Action Now Summit. You will discover groundbreaking strategies for personal and business growth with leading experts and innovators. Today, transform forward. Step into 2024 with confidence, strengthen your network, build relationships, and develop awareness and skills. Join our 21 world-class speakers and experience inspiration, hope for your future, and an elevation of your ambitions. Inspired Joyce's Network, our Summit hosts, are excited to have you here.
1: I am super excited to be here with all of you. Thank you so very, very much. Uh, I'm going to just dive right in because I have so much to share with you. And I'm going to start with a question. Have you ever found yourself saying things like, I love coaching, but I hate sales? Or I love my business but I don't like marketing, or I don't want to sound too salesy, or I can't do technology. These are things that I hear people say all the time. And you know, there's an energy that you send out when you say things like that. It's the energy of, and let me be completely like transparent here. (laughs) It's the energy of, I hate all of the things about business that will actually bring me more clients than revenue. And I don't think that's the message that you want to send out. So it's just being about really being aware of what are you saying about your business? So what I have found is a lot of entrepreneurs, especially entrepreneurial women who love what they do, don't actually really love the business aspect of things. They struggle with systems, maybe structures. And there's a thinking of like, I should do this in business. And that promoting themselves is difficult because they don't want to seem too salesy. But the truth is that most entrepreneurs are incorrect about how they are promoting their business because they're following a broken model or a system that doesn't serve them because it doesn't resonate with the energy behind it. The chasing, take no prisoners, be busy all the time. And for some people, that's the correct energy for them to be in. But if you're following a business model that doesn't resonate with you, then I'm going to suggest that you are following the incorrect design for you. And that was my story too. You are living my story, <laughs> what I was What I was in. So even though I love the business side of things, and I know what to do, and I know how to do it, I used to own a sales and marketing agency, I found myself struggling with self promotion, pulling the trigger on things like the funnels. Um, and I was finding that I was no longer really appreciating uh, my uh, sales capacity, meaning I uh, teach, have trained sales, and it started to feel non-congruent with who I've become. And I think that happens with a lot of us. There's a new way of doing business. And so the way that we've been taught before or the way that maybe we've even purchased a product or working with someone just kind of feels, I guess, incongruent is probably the best word. And so today I want to share with you a little bit of a different concept, a concept that um, you know, started out when I picked the talk title as a conscious revolution, and perhaps maybe it's more of a conscious evolution. So for those of you who don't know me, my name is Rand Van Bryce. I'm a business intuitive and a sacred art of business coach. And I say the art of business because working with the energy of your business is both sacred and an art. I'm sure that you can feel as well that business is changing. And I believe an important part that we can move into is what I personally refer to as sacred commerce, sacred economics, and sacred love. And for me, sacred love is the connection that I have to divine. You might call divine a different name, creator, God, higher power, God, mind. And so it's really important that you replace the word that I use with the word that you resonate with the most. I believe for too long, we've separated our spiritual side from our strategic side, thinking we had to choose one or the other. And I'm making the suggestion that there's room for both. And this is what I call the sacred art of business, which is really about this conscious business, whether it's a revolution or an evolution. And we start this evolution by infusing sacred love in everything that you do, because the sacred art of business is approaching your business in a whole new way. It's not about separating your beautiful soul from your purpose. It's about coming from a place of abundance, uh, love, prosperity in all areas of your business, all areas of your life. It's about letting go of the getting energy. It's about making a decision to stop compartmentalizing your life and your business and seeing your business for what it is, an extension of who you are being. And I would even say an extension of what the higher power has for you, right? A creative expression of your purpose. The sacred art of business is also about looking at your clients from a sacred love capacity and looking at them as your mirror. We're not separated, we are actually all part of what's referred to in my world as the collective. But most importantly, it's about realizing that there's nothing wrong with you, you aren't broken, you don't need to be fixed, and you don't need to figure anything out because business is actually really simple. And that's why I wanna talk about here and give you some simple tools and some information about how to move maybe from where you are Where you want to be, I've been guiding business owners since 2010. I had a sales and marketing agency, and my aha moment came after I found myself questioning when I was building funnels for people, which was 2011. And at that time, in my agency, we were charging about twelve thousand dollars to build the funnel for somebody, and so many women would take the funnel and then not do anything with it. Now, my questions were. You know, did I make this overly complicated? Is there something wrong? Are you not resonating? And the answer always was yes. But the challenge really was for them was self-promotion, was this idea of advertising uh, and promoting and doing this side of business. And this is the first time that I really became aware of how powerful words are because I heard I don't want to be too salesy or I don't want people to think that I'm all that in a bag of chips. And I'm concerned about what people are going to say when they see all the advertising that I'm doing. And I was a little stunned and shocked, but also then started to be an awareness of the language that I was using. And what came to me years later was that we have a relationship with our business. And if you keep on telling the, the energy of your business right, that what your business has to express isn't important to enough to promote, to talk, to sell. If you're so concerned and you're like, I don't want to be salesy and I don't like Facebook and I don't, I don't do tech. Those words have so much power. And so what I want to challenge you is to think about what other words that you could use. You know, I believe, um, I call myself a conscious marketer. A lot of call myself that, you know, since 2010, because when you understand the psychology behind marketing, it's a very powerful tool. And we need to use our power for good. And so be, uh, becoming or being a conscious marketer, from my perspective, is the awareness that you have great power and you also understand marketing and you'll influence it, um, influence others with integrity. And to me, that's what I refer to as sacred marketing. But marketing, like everything else, will start with a feeling. And so some questions that I'm going to pose to you, not give you time to comp- uh, contemplate today, but that I want to pose to you is, how do you feel about promoting yourself? How do you feel about promoting your business? You know, does it feel different? How, are you, how do you feel about promoting others? Uh, how do you feel about sharing your favorite restaurant? Because that's promoting. How do you feel about talking about your favorite movie? Because that's also promoting. And so, why does that maybe feel different for you? And it could be because of things like what were you told as a child, our young person, about about sharing wins, right? Well, if you did really good in school or you got, you know, or you won some sort of prize or, you know, you were talking about how great you were doing perhaps maybe your life was like me and my parents wanted me to be more humble. My parents didn't want me to, have, to come from a place of ego. And so although they didn't mean to what that did for me, my interpretation of that, the meaning I gave that was to not talk about myself. And so I continued that over and over and over again until I realized that that's A, probably not what they meant. Um, and B, what else could I do? Uh, how else could I look at things? What other meanings could I give? When you look at your business um, and you're thinking about creating maybe a marketing strategy around it, how do you feel? What are some of the things that you hear yourself saying? Right, My most epic flop in business was when I was creating a marketing funnel and, uh, and the, the content I thought was great and the offer I thought was great. And I sent it out to the world of the internet and not one person bought it. And I realized that as I was sitting in the contemplation of you know, what kind of happened, it was because I was in a fear, I was in a lack of energy when I sent the offer out. I was concerned about not paying my bills. I was, I was desperate. <clears throat> and so that energy of desperation and lack went out to the world in my marketing funnel, because of course we're all energy. So what kinds of things are you saying as you're building your business, as you're building a marketing funnel, as you're working through your sales process, as you're putting up a Facebook post, right? If you think that no one's going to see your post because the Facebook algorithm is XYZ, then that's exactly what will happen. But if you are so excited to share your information, to share your passion, to share your purpose, and you're doing that, and you're sharing that, then it has a different energy. Are you sharing things to get clients that has a different energy? Or are you sharing your passion and purpose because you know you're supposed to be educating maybe people in this? It's the reminder of your business is an extension of you. And so what do you stand for? And what is your business standing for? And is there any conflict in that? So what do you, what are your values that you have? And what values does your business have or need, and is there conflict? For example, your business is um, sacred. Uh, I call sacred marketing, sacred sales, sacred operations. Like that's kind of the pillars of business. And so, if you believe though that selling is wrong, then you have an incongruent value with what your business requires and how you're showing up. Does that make sense? And so, what we want to do is have you look at this, you know, and be radically honest about your experience, so that you can change the way that you look at business, right? Which is so very important, especially if you want to create a, a different a different outcome. So, if we move into sacred sales. Some people refer to this as uh, sacred service. Uh, you need to use whatever word works for you, because it doesn't really matter. You know what I say. And that was, I think, one of the most important lessons that I received after. And I'm sure I'm not alone in spending thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on systems that didn't work for me, on uh, marketing systems or sales systems or uh, structures that didn't work for me. And what I realized through an exploration. Um, of uh, human design. There's lots of other people that talk about human design here. But what I realized is that through my design, I was approaching my life and my business incorrectly. So for me, human design has been an amazing tool and one that I use with my clients to help them create this sacred marketing, this sacred sales and sacred operations. So if we go into look at sales or service again, would you feel the same way about sales, about selling something or promoting something if you had a cure for a horrible disease? And often, if not always, the answer is no, I would I would tell everybody, I'd scream it from the rooftops, right? And so the limiting belief that you have around why you can't promote yourself is preventing you from sharing what could possibly be the next cure for, I'm going to say, the disease of a limiting mindset. Not the same kind of disease. Don't take me, like, don't take it literal. There is, that there is, um, there's a lot going on in the world. And you have something major to contribute to the world. So by holding back or following a formula that doesn't feel good, right? If it doesn't feel good um, and you've been told that you should do it by a marketing guru, right? Because that marketing guru, that that worked for them, but it may or may not work for you, right? In human design, I'm referred to as a reflector. All that's really important about that is that less than 1% of the world is a reflector. So I do business different. I do marketing different. I do manifesting a little bit differently than 99% of the world. But for years, I thought there was something horribly wrong with me, which I had that limiting belief to begin with, right? And so often how we think about marketing or sales is based on how we were raised. Like what were you told um, about salespeople when you were a child? Or what did you overhear about a salesperson when you were a kid? Um, that will make a huge difference, right? In how you look at things. I was very fortunate that my father was in sales. And so I had a really clear, like salespeople are here to help. They're here to be your guide. They're here to uh, share something with you that you may not know, right? I had a very, very different experience. But how often in your world, in your business, have you said, I don't want to appear too salesy. Right? I'm, I'm, You know, so I'm just going to like not even maybe have a sales conversation. And, and business is simple, marketing, sales, operations. So if you don't do those things, you have a hobby, not a business. I know that's kind of like, ouch, right? Ouch. And there's a truth to that. And so what would need to shift within you for you to be comfortable with saying that you are a salesperson? what would that look like for you, right? And so what other limiting beliefs do you have around business or work, right? Like when I had all the curves I had, I've always had this like deep desire to be financially successful. Successful, but financially successful. And I worked really, 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 really hard. And I had a business that was generating in, in the fitness world, uh, over a million dollars a year. And when I went to like scale, right, I was like, there's no way I can't work any harder. So I had this belief that I had to work harder for more success. I had to make more sacrifices. And I was already sacrificing my health. I was sacrificing my relationship with my former, former husband. And so I couldn't do any more than that. And so I learned, uh, actually through working with a a coach and consultant, that I didn't have to work harder. And it was interesting for me because all through my life, I was like, I don't think I should have to work harder. And so there's something that um, I refer to as um, how your beliefs affect your business. You know, and it's basically you have a belief, the belief becomes a thought, the thought becomes an emotion. That feeling that you have, that motion has has an action. It might be an inaction, like procrastination. And then the action has a result, and that result solidifies the belief. So you can build as many sales funnels as you want and have as many sales calls as you want, action. But if you believe that marketing is hard and Facebook sucks and business is hard, all of that is affecting your outcome. So you really need to start with your beliefs, which is why I asked you those those significant questions. What beliefs do you have about business? And, And then how can you go about changing those? Because if you change your thoughts, of course, you can change your outcome, right? What if you, for example, what if you decided that you had no problems in business? You only had opportunities. How would that shift for you? There's no, there's no marketing problem. There's no sales problem. There's no tech problem. There's no client. Like, there's no problems. It's an opportunity for you to expand. It's an opportunity for you to practice sacred love in your business, sacred commerce in your business, right? Sacred economics in your business. It's an opportunity for you to move through things. There's no problems. What I find is the more that you try to solve the problems that you have, the more problems you create right? What we think about the most expands. And so if you looked at the opportunity that you have to have conversations with people to build relationship, because it's all about relationship, relationship with your business, relationship with yourself, right? And relationship with yourself on a health perspective. I mean, right? Just think um, all of the uh, amazing speakers that we have here, right? And so what would it look like though for you if you just like let it go? That there weren't, there were no no such things as these these problems. What beliefs possibly would you need to have in place, and you know from that perspective? And so, you know, some of the beliefs that I decided to have was that business was simple, right? That business was simple. That marketing was just an opportunity for me to create deeper relationship, and sales was an opportunity for me to have as many conversations as I could have to get to know more people in the world. That's what marketing and sales are for me. When we talk about sacred operations, which is pillar three, operations really is about what kind of experience do you want to create for your client? Now there's a lot to do with operations. I'm really simplifying it for here today, but what kind of experience do you want to create? You know, So this would be part of your brand, right? Are you a bargain brand? Nothing wrong with that. Are you like a high-end brand? Are you McDonald's or the keg? I use food. I love food. (laughs) Both have a purpose, right? But the experience at McDonald's is much different than the experience um, at the keg, right? So what kind of experience do you want? And I think it's really important that you be clear, like as in writing it down, what you want this experience to be. This will be part of your brand experience, creating your brand experience. So when I talk about the sacred art of business and and bringing in the sacredness and bringing, you know, this sense of, of, uh, of love, of sacred love for self and others, for your business as well. Loving your business and loving every aspect as much as maybe you can in the moment of time with your business. How would your life shift if you said, oh my goodness, I love my business. I love my business. I love everything about my business. Not just, I love coaching. I love speaking. I love being, you know, having a show on Inspired Choices Network. All of those true, but I love every aspect of it. Even though things that are really hard, even the things that I'm incompetent in, in my business, I still love. And I would love, I would love for you to, to have that. So I want to bust through three limiting beliefs here before we are end of time together. And I call them paradigm shifts. And so one paradigm shift that I want to bust through for you is people will tell you that you need to charge what you're worth. And I want to tell you, here's why that's wrong. Because what does the cost of your product have to do with your worthiness? So it's just a different way to look at things, right? If you think that your if your belief system is that you have to charge what you're worth, that's going to be a challenge. People will tell you that in order to have something, someone to buy from you, they have to know, like, or trust you. And here's why that's wrong. It's about the energy that you send out. They just need to resonate with your energy. And if you're sending out fear or lack, they're not going to buy, even if they know you, like you, and trust you, because you're sending out a frequency. They're picking up on your frequency, not the words that you're saying. So I believe that's a limiting belief. Last, what is most important is your beliefs around business and your relationship with your business, right? Um, And that's not really a limiting belief, but I guess, so a statement, my apologies, what's most important is your beliefs around your business and your relationship with your business, right? Another limiting belief that I think that we really need to bust through here, I think I have a few more seconds, is if you believe that, Facebook, I'm going to use this in particular, that you have to post in a certain way and you have to have the right way to do things in any social media platform, then you will be affected by that energy. But if you just show up authentically who you are in all of your social media, you will send a frequency out that people will resonate with. Now, certainly you can build skill set. Absolutely. I'm not discounting the skill set of sales and marketing. But what I am saying is I think it's a lot of BS out there saying you have to do it in a certain way. And that if you don't do it in a certain way that you're not going to be successful. And we create the words not successful with not financially successful. And that's where we need to, to disconnect those pieces and regroup and create new beliefs so that you can create what I refer to as a sacred business for yourself so that you can create the business that you love, actually create the epic life that you desire and use business as a vehicle to that life. Because wouldn't that be fun? Thanks, everyone.
0: Thank you for joining this inspirational talk on the Take Action Now Summit. Inspired Choices Network and our expert speakers are excited to connect with you and learn about your desires to evolve and grow in 2024. If you'd like to learn more about everything Inspired Choices Network offers, including future summits, please email us at info at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com.